Welcome back to another episode of the Quantum Cast Chart Pack Edition. This is episode 17. And yes, I am your host, Ryan Keir. And today we're going to be looking at the charts of Computer Center, Quadrize Fuels, and a bonus one to make up for our mistake earlier about Eddie Stobart Group, which I'll explain about just after I tell you what to do to access the site if you're interested in viewing the PDF as I go through the chart today. So if you haven't already signed up on our site at quantumresearch.co.uk, yes, that's quantumresearch.co.uk. And if you are signed up, all you need to do is go onto the toolbar in the top right hand corner and click chart packs. And once you've done that, click the one for the relevant episode, which will be under a file repository. So today's one will be labeled as something like chart pack 17. I'll give you a couple of seconds to do that as I try to take a sip of this imaginary super malt besides me because they are in the fridge right now. And I've already had more than two today. I can't have more at this rate. Otherwise, I'll need to restock. I mean, I've already gotten four packs in the past week. That's 24 super malts. I'm pretty sure that I'm already a quarter way through. And I think that was like two episodes ago. <laughs> but anyways, if you are on the site now and you have the chart pack open for episode 17, let's have a look at chart 1.1. It's in section one. And this is looking at a weekly look on Computer Center PLC. The company has resistance of the shares at around 1550 and 1635 respectively. Those levels you'd look to target if the price can hold above the 20 weekly moving average, which is around 1300 odd. And that's a level of support that you'd hope it could hold. But if we look at the daily, we can actually see that the price is exactly on the 20 day moving average. So if it holds above, then we target those two previous resistance points I mentioned, 1550 and 1635 respectively, because they are major areas to break through. Otherwise, you know, the price could hit 1550, hit back to a support. So you'd look to sell just before resistance if your conviction changes. So what we can see from chart 1.1, if we look a couple of other indicators, we can see that the 200 simple moving average is moving up. So you've seen the price look to establish support at a higher level. Worst case scenario, if they hit a profit warning or whatever, uh, or some really bad news, as you see from companies, when their share prices will likely crash, um, then you target that level, say an area of support. You target first the 20, which is the orange line, then the 50, which is the green, uh, sorry, the cyan line, and then the 200 simple moving average, which is the purple line. Those levels will help you kind of navigate around the share. But um, we can see that most of your averages are turning up. So it's very bullish. The share has been in an uptrend for quite a while. We can see dating back to 2017. The beginning of 2017 the price kind of began to establish an uptrend so it's quite strong for the company in fact if i look at chart 1.2 now we've got a little bit more detail to analyze for you guys upside targets as i mentioned before are 1550 and 1635 respectively the price needs to hold above the 20-day moving average of 1424 for upside targets to likely be achieved 
or to just target those upside targets. As I mentioned, the price is actually exactly at 14.24. So this could be taken bullishly uh, if you're looking at the recent news by the company, which we've mentioned about in this morning's episode of the pre-market cast. It is episode 17. Today's episode will be labeled as 17 plus though because we're doing a chart back obviously. But um, if the price fails to hold above that 14.24 level, say on Tuesday because Bank Holiday Monday is coming up and markets aren't open then, at least the LSE. And if we look to see a break below the 50-day moving average, which is 13.64, you likely target a downside target following that of 11.75. That is where the 200-day moving average stands at. But say, if you you have a bearish conviction on the share and you want to go short, say the price is now at 14.24, it fails to hold that level and breaks to say 1400. You could go short and close your short at just above 1364. So say you close at 1370, you have about 30 points of profit versus say uh, a retest of resistance. Say you put it another 30. It would be a 50-50 kind of situation. But if you have bearish conviction, then that helps you because stocks like this are almost balled up in a sense that one bit of news can turn them around and completely reverse the trend. So it depends on how you think of the stock. But if you see a breakdown of that blue line, which is the 50-day moving average, it is very easy to target the 11.75 level. But um, right now, we've got about two possible situations. If 16.35 breaks, which is the highest resistance I've shown here, you look to make more all-time highs. In fact, I believe all-time highs, if not all-time highs, the levels of resistance above that are quite higher. In fact, much higher. So the next company chart that we're going to be looking at is the 1-4 Quadrise Fuels. So move down if you can to section two, where we will be looking at, I believe, chart 2.1. And it shows a daily look at Quadrise Fuels. This company had mentioned that they were doing death spiral financing, essentially, which uh, involves the issuance of convertible loan notes. These are basically shares placed on the market that are converted at a lower price every time they are exercised. So it's almost a guaranteed bad situation for investors or traders because you look to kind of counteract the inherent selling that is going on. In fact, huge block selling you look to see a lot of the time with these kind of situations. And it's very likely that the buyers will eventually give up and the price falls right back down to previous levels of support and if not makes new lows. In this situation we can see that there is a strong resistance at the 50-day moving average labeled by the blue line aka cyan whatever you want to call it and the price basically hit there a little bit under today but uh, we assume that there was a lot of resistance. I'm surprised to see that the price was actually up today after such a horrible bit of news. I know the money that the company needed did come into their hands, but the issue is that uh, it could have come through different means of financing. It would worry me if I was a shareholder in the company. I'm not. I don't have a position long or short. I would have mentioned if I did, but uh, I would only assume if the price fails again, say, to break the 
50-day moving average of 5.48 pence per share, then you'd look to target supports at the 20-day moving average and the 200-day moving average respectively. So that shows the first target on the downside at 4.22 pence per share, and then the second target for the downside at 3.69 pence per share. So it doesn't look that positive, unless obviously the price were to break above that 5.48 50-day moving average, actually. Um, I've just drawn a rough line, uh, in a black line with a question mark showing that it's likely, as this is a situation involving CLNs, that the price will probably go all the way down to a previous level of support that was descending, in fact, and that's around 1.88 pence per share. It would be very ugly because that represents quite a discount to the current price, but CLNs, once they go, you look to see almost an effect similar to a placing overhang being released. The prices usually rocket after that, but you have to be analyzing the volume a lot, and the volume on these shares aren't actually that high uh, that you'd expect, because yes, I understand the market cap was about 40 million pounds pre-placing, but uh, the issue we have to look at these things are that yes, the company did say it is going to issue up to about 10% of its previous enlarged share capital, which is worrying because shareholders now know that there is going to be selling. There are some investors that will likely hold, but in a company that has a high cash burn rate, it seems that individuals who would take part in this are likely just gonna flip their shares. But uh, it is interesting that they mention the price of 3.96, but in reality, this price could be anywhere down to whatever price, really. It will no doubt make money for the individuals who took part in this placing, but I can only assume it was an institutional fundraise because CLNs aren't really that accessible to ordinary PIs such as ourselves. And to finish this episode off, the final stock that we're going to be looking at is Sirius Minerals PLC. So all you need to do is go down to section three where we've labeled Sirius Minerals PLC and we have a chart, chart 3.1, where we are looking at a general trend by using a daily look. And today's mention of Sirius Minerals is due to our mistake on Eddie Stobart Group. In fact, I might just clarify that right now what we had mentioned earlier was that the ticker symbol for Eddie Stobart Logistics was STOB, but in reality it's ESL. Those companies have different listings. They are obviously part of the same area, but um, STOB was down about 4% today and was down more on the news, but obviously recovered throughout the day as the heat had died down. But um, the prices also mentioned were incorrect. The price of ESL at suspension was about 71 pence per share, not 113 as mentioned with Stobart Group. Stobart Group was down to about 106, I believe, pence per share and is obviously still trading. But uh, thank you to one of our members for pointing that out. And we're going to now look at the chart for Sirius Minerals PLC to make up for it. So have a look at chart 3.1. We've mentioned that resistances for the upside are at the 20, 50, and 200-day moving averages, respectively. So if the price were to break through the 20 DMA of 11, you'd look to target the 50 DMA of 13.41. And if the price were to break through, say, the 50 DMA of 13.41, you would target the 200-day moving average at 18.25.
So the current price is at around 10.19 pence per share, so just say 10.2 for the sake of it. And it has bounced off previous lows achieved at around 7.5 pence per share, I believe. And, and that was obviously quite a hit for shareholders as the company had been having issues securing its fundraising. But, but in fact, there was one rumor kind of going around that this had something to do with the bondholders selling out or something or trying to exercise certain options, which would require them to actually buy back in the end. And I assume that now the whole heat that was surrounding the share is probably dying out. And you can see that the price has actually recovered quite a bit, especially on a day like today where the market hasn't been doing so well. I mean, I, I'm not even sure if the FTSE ended up today, but we had swings of at least half a percent in a couple of minutes after the uh, Powell statement was made. And Trump actually tweeted out that, uh, I don't know what's worse, China's uh, issues with us or uh, Jay Powell. And I thought, goodness me. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Talk about recession signs, eh? To be talking about uh, the worst thing being the chairman of the Federal Reserve that has a very important role in preventing recession by managing inflation alongside interest rates. So as we've mentioned the upside targets on serious minerals, we have looked back a little bit uh, historically to in fact find some levels of support if say the price were to fail its attempt at breaking the 20 DMA of about 11 pence per share and say break down below previous lows of 7.5 pence per share, which right now acts as a level of support. In fact, we've looked to see previous lows of 6.15 pence achieved in February 2015 and 5.85 pence achieved in November 2013. Those levels are mentioned on the document if uh, you are reading the uh, PDF as you listen along, but um, we can see that this stock seems to have been beaten up quite a bit. And there is actually a gap, as you can see around August, where you had a huge spike in sell side volume. And that gap goes all the way to around 14 pence per share. So if one is bullish on the stock, there's quite a bit of upside, assuming this uh, short-term problem gets sorted out and say the company secures all the fundraising that they need. But anyways, that wraps up today's episode of the Quantum Cast Chart Pack Edition. I've been your host, Ryan Keir, and I hope you have a wonderful evening. Until next time.